0: Welcome to the Physio Perspective Podcast. We are physical therapy students simplifying sports,
1: injuries, and the human body. The purpose of the show is for those who are interested in different sports injuries but don't necessarily know much about them.
0: On today's episode, Brett and I will be taking a break from sports and sports medicine to talk about the process of getting into PT school. Um, We're going to tie in our combined experiences as well. Uh, This episode is geared towards undergraduate or high school age students interested in physical therapy as a career. Um, So feel free to share this with anyone you know that has interest in PT. We hope to provide you with some tips on what worked and, and also what didn't work for us, as well as other people that we know who are trying to or have gotten into PT school Brett and I had the opportunity to attend our Meet the Program event at UW-Madison for physical therapy students, prospective students. A few weeks ago, we met some fantastic prospective students. Um, They had some good questions for us and kind of put us on the spot at times, so it was good for us. So we're going to share some of those as well. Um, And also, if you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to our personal accounts. Uh, My email is espinosajenk at wisk.edu,
1: E-S-P-I-N-O-S-A-J-E-N-K at wisk.edu, or and then mine is bwknautz uh, at wisc.edu, so b-w-k-n-a-u-t-z at w-i-s-c dot e-d-u. And I think you bring up a really good point about uh, just having them contact us because I know it's it's quite a daunting task if you don't have like a pre-PT program set up in your undergrad um, I know for me, like there really wasn't too much guidance because I was a biology major, so I didn't really know who to talk to about my questions and stuff. So
0: yeah, that's a good point. And I same thing, same thing with me. I went to a small undergrad, um, and I really what I found work was reaching out to older students who were looking into PT as a career. Um, my I had a great advisor. Um, her she worked in exercise physiology, but you know didn't necessarily had a, had understanding, complete understanding of physical therapy, but. Um, definitely looking
1: to the older people who are looking for PT as a career as well, that worked. Certainly. Uh, let's just dive right in then. A sure. uh, little disclaimer here, both of us are Wisconsin residents accepted to the same class at UW-Madison, so we might be a little biased towards our amazing, amazing school. But uh, I guess the first question we're going to pose here is, when did you first know about PT school, and then like when did you pre- begin pursuing it as a career? So, sure. I'll answer that
0: one first. Um, so, I didn't really know much about physical therapy. I sh- certainly had heard of it in high school. Didn't really know what it entailed. I mean, the process of getting in, what responsibilities. So, that was the first time I heard of it. But the first time I really started um, looking into it more was my sophomore year. Um, I decided to major in exercise science at Hamlin University. Um, and so... It was kind of looking into careers that I could take with that with that degree, and definitely fell upon physical therapy. Um, and and started to look into it more, kind of googling what's a PT, you know, all those things like how much do they make, like, all those crazy <laughs> things. But um more importantly, it was the fact that like you could work one on one with somebody. I think that's that really stood out to me, and and really trying to make their lives better through motion. I think yeah. that's the biggest thing for me, and I. I once I heard that, I was like, "Wow, this this I have to find a way to get involved and find a way to be a PT someday." So that's, I guess that's when I kind of first heard about it. Was my sophomore year in undergrad.
1: Cool. Yeah. So I knew I wanted to go in the medical field. I just didn't really know what exactly what career. Um, just being a medical doctor was kind of interesting to me, but like just thinking about it, you know, you're on call all the time. And it's really high stress environment. I'm not as cool and chill of a guy as uh, Fernando <laughs> over there, so it might have worn me out over time, but I started looking into physical therapy, and I realized that they're able to you know, maintain 40-hour weeks usually, um, still have time to be able to have a family and stuff, and relatively low-stress environment compared to some of the other professions in the medical field, which is nice. Definitely. And then I think the biggest thing, too, is just being able to help people out that, you know, you still have that one-on-one patient interaction, but you're able to you see them through that entire recovery and healing process.
0: Definitely. I think this is a lesson for anyone in undergrad. You know, you you can go in undecided. Like for me, I I was thinking pre law, engineering, physics, and I I still fell upon physical therapy. Not like thinking I, not knowing what I was getting into in undergrad. I think you have to have be open. And once you do find a major, um, really look and search. What can I do? How can I make this mine? And with what I'm passionate about, I think that's an important lesson for anyone in undergrad. Being flexible and once you once you commit to a major, don't you know, don't think it's like a single career path. Look around, like see what you can do with that major. It's important. Yeah,
1: and you bring up a good point too. So I was a biology major at Oshkosh, um, and with that degree, like well, with PT school in particular, like you don't need to have a pre-PT degree. You can sure. be any any major whatsoever as long as you have those prerequisite courses. Sure, so. and I,
0: I think I definitely took a more traditional route with the kinesiology exercise science. But you see, Brett. Had the biology major. Um, I know we have different types of majors. Really, any doesn't matter what major you have. I mean, as long as you get those prereqs.
1: Yep. Done. I think I think in our class too, we had someone that was a former teacher. And yeah. Then we also have a former. Also, well, I think she's probably still currently a registered nurse. But there's yeah. so many different routes you can take so and get into the PT. So. Yeah,
0: we'll get, we'll get into the prereqs too as we go. Um, so we we talked about it a little bit, but why physical therapy? Once you found out about PT in undergrad. What what really stood out to you? I kind of answered this a little bit already. Yeah, I think but, we got,
1: we did talk about it. I okay. think just like for me too. On top of that, all that like, I just had the like through observation and just seeing how how awesome the the PTs were with their patients and just seeing the the end process or the whole process occur and then the end product of them getting better. It's like there's no better feeling in the world than like. Definitely. It's when you go into something and you just have that feeling inside of you, knowing that this is what I'm meant to do. Yeah, I think that was a part of it.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I just want to reiterate that one-on-one quality time. Like you get a good forty-five minutes to an hour to work with a patient, and you you really get to know them, and that you build a strong connection with them. I mean, eventually, have to discharge them, unfortunately, but I mean that means they got better. So (laughs) it's it's a it's a good thing. It's you develop that connection with people. It's important. Um, Okay, next question. Um, what was it like preparing for PT school? So this is a big broad question, so we're gonna get into a lot of topics here. But Brett, tell me a little bit about what it's like to prepare for PT
1: school. What um, you found out. <laughs> yeah, so I knew it was gonna be a very challenging and difficult process, like just physical therapy is a very very uh increasing job basically like there's you know there's more positions opening up in the future and stuff but it's very competitive to be able to even get into pt school so i knew like even throughout high school i just maintained good grades and stuff but undergrad i really focused on just keeping up that you know those straight a's and stuff Mm -hmm. um extracurriculars i probably should have worked on a little bit more i think because I think we'll get into this too, but Mm -hmm. those really make you stand out in your application, which is important. Yeah. The biggest thing for me was just maintaining those good grades and just keeping those long-term goals in sight of what I wanted to do. Sure.
0: Yeah. For me, preparing for PT school was really trying to make my application stand out. Um, We're going to say that again. Really trying to set yourself apart from the field because you you get a lot of people who want to apply for only a certain amount of spots in a certain amount of schools and programs. So I think you really have to try to set yourself apart and there are different ways you can do that um we'll talk about that a little bit but um i think preparing for pt school was definitely a process that i started as soon as i found out about it as a career and i found out it was right for me um i, I right away i got i emailed pts to shadow got a chance to shadow in madison here during the summer and you know you really kind of just got to jump right in and find a way
1: to learn about the, what you're going to do um see if it's right for you i think like with with any profession in the healthcare field, you're gonna to have to have those sacrifices in life, especially during your undergrad years when everybody's out partying and you're spending your long weekend studying. I think that's a, a really big point, and it, I think it kind of separates, you know, the people who really want it as opposed to those that kind of want it. Because if you only kind of want to get into PT school, it it might not happen. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I can imagine. I can remember many nights sitting on my computer in my desk in my dorm room up to like 1 a.m. working on chemistry homework. Oh, <laughs> so, but this is the things you have to do. You have to make sacrifices on the weekends. And it's, you know, still now in PT school, you're still making sacrifices. Um, but still having that good life balance, of course, yep. is important. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the required classes to get into PT school. So what classes are required? What
1: type of classes? So yeah, the, the basic prereqs for Madison are basically a general biology course, uh, two semesters of general chemistry, I believe, two semesters of physics. Um, biomechanics used to be a requirement, but I don't think it is anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, human anatomy, human physiology, and then an exercise physiology course. Yeah. Like Those are the basics. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that really gives you a good foundation as to where to start for PT school.
0: Definitely, yeah. yeah. And like I said before, once you figure out that P- you're trying to get into PT school, definitely look on the internet for programs and see what is required for their program because it varies and you don't yep. want to get into your senior year where you're like, oh, <laughs> I have to stay an extra year to take these classes. These, you know, Definitely jump on it as soon as you figure out that's right for you. Get those required classes in, get a good grade,
1: and you can move on. So Yeah. Um, next thing I want to talk about... Uh, let's see here so life experiences what life experiences did you have like coming into PT school
0: yeah we're so life experiences to me I think that's one thing that set me apart in my application and specifically at UW-Madison that's something that they value in our program I believe um and and this includes like non-academic stuff so um I worked in my undergrad I worked in the athletic training room I think that's something that I really valued and really helped me along. I worked all four years in the athletic training room as a sports med assistant, so kind of just working with the teams there and I was involved in all the sports. We kind of just took shifts, worked in the training room, did modalities, stretching um, I worked jeez, I worked pretty much every football game. I missed a few along the way, but for three years, I worked every football game. It was good to see the athletes um, be on the sidelines of the college football. Um, team and and help them along with taping ankles and things like that and that 's something that you can 't get in your coursework that you ha- that is separate and I think that helped me yeah um, and in my application and things like reaching out to get internships, things like that. some schools require internships to graduate. Um, I had an internship at a inpatient hospital, and I was able to work with wheelchair softball um, also I was a student athlete as well at Hamlin. I played baseball and everything everything just adds up. You you really try to reach outside of your academic load to try to gain those experiences and, and really make that shine in your application.
1: Yeah. I think
0: uh
1: I'm I'm a little on the boring side of life experiences, but um I think one of the things for me is just my interest in rural health because there's really a desperate need for physical therapists in that you know that area but just kind of growing up there and just expressing my interest in my application about rural health kind of made me stand out um, I think too I did research for a semester at Ashcash, mm-hmm. so like you, you can't go wrong with research yep like, that's going to make you stand out like no matter what you're applying for so definitely
0: yeah and we'll talk about it more a little bit too but in your essays make those stand out like everybody's gonna have the same required classes everybody's gonna be really good students have good grades this is your chance where you have those life experiences to put them in your essay and make that pop um you you, it's usually an open slate you can write that however you want and that's that's your way to stand out especially if your program doesn't have an interview um you know this is that's how that's how they know you is the essay so i know uw madison we didn't have an interview and a lot of programs aren't moving moving away from the interview um, just because of travel costs for the students and things like that, and the ease of of getting people into the program, but um, yeah, so definitely do that.
1: Yeah, and and for interviews too, I don't don't get too stressed out about those because you're really just trying to almost sell yourself to them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it can be a very stressful process, but this could be really beneficial. And it could be those things if you don't have as well of, or as high of a GPA or as well as G of GRE scores that you want. This is where you could really rock rock. Rock the process and um, just make yourself stand out. Definitely. Another way to make yourself stand out, letters
0: of recommendation. We want to talk about that a little bit. Um, It can be awkward at times. uh, Don't get me wrong to reach out to somebody and be like, can I get a letter of recommendation um, for a PT school? But here's the thing. Really develop that relationship with your advisor, professor early on, um, you know. You're going to probably do well in the class, but step aside, speak to them outside of class, ask them, tell them what you want to do, ask them about that, and get really, you know, get to know your professors. That's that's one thing that's easier to do in undergrad, for sure, I think, to stand out, to talk to them, um, especially at a small school. Did you get
1: four letters of recommendation? I think I got four, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: I don't remember how many we required. I think
1: it was three required three with required. one from a physical therapist. Okay, um, so, But you could go up to four.
0: Sure, so three or four.
1: Yeah. So the the four that I asked were two professors, like uh, Fernando. There, um, one was a biology professor that I had, another one was an English professor actually, but uh, they were two of the brightest mind people I've ever met. So. Sure. I think that really helped, and I I had multiple classes with each of them, mm-hmm. so that was really nice. Um, so if you if you're thinking about a professor that you want to ask for about a letter of recommendation, it's nice when you've had multiple courses with them, and then just being like being there every single day and just participating in class. I think they really like that. Definitely. Um, and then the other two that I asked were uh, physical therapists that I chatteled the most under. I got 40 hours under him, but I, you know, I was really, really engaging. I really enjoyed his, his style of physical therapy, so that's why I kind of asked him. And lastly, the fourth one, which I wasn't originally going to get, but was from a registered nurse I work with at a nursing home. But I think that, that was kind of important, too, because a lot of programs emphasize the importance of interprofessionalism. And like just working with those other professions and stuff. Yeah. So that was huge too.
0: Yeah, yeah, and don't be afraid to ask PTs. I know it could be it be weird. Sometimes you're shadowing different PTs at a clinic. You know, you might not spend a lot of time with one, but find one that you're really connected with and ask them because they they like students. There's, I mean, if you're shadowing there, they like students at that clinic. So don't be afraid to ask them, and they'll write one up for you and. You know, it'll be fine. But um, the next thing in this process is the GRE, um, Graduate Record Exam, I think it's called. You bet it is. <laughs> GRE, huh? favorite
1: part of PT school. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's talk about that a little bit. How did you prepare for the GRE? Yeah, so it's it's one of those tests where, like, you basically, you know what you know and you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's not really related to physical therapy in any aspect. Or not sense. directly at all. No. no. Um, But I did have a study book that was like from 2008 because it was my mom's actually. But I basically studied for like only a couple weeks beforehand, which probably isn't the best way to go about it. Um, Brushing up on the math portion and stuff is really huge. But the vocab and stuff, honestly, you're going to be studying for words that you – like you might get, but most likely you're going to have words on there you've never seen before. True. And they're going to ask you, what's the antonym of this? And yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> it's
0: kind of a mess, but yeah, yeah, but it's required. So you have to, it's just another thing you have to do. Um, for me, I, I got the books my junior year in the fall I think I got one, like a general book and then one for math and one for reading or whatever it is. I don't even know. But um, yeah, so I got the books right away and kind of paged through them. Um, familiarize yourself with the exam. I think that's key. Yeah. Um, I got a CD that I was able to take a practice exam. Um, but other than the books, I didn't really prepare besides that. And I think there was, it was substantial. Um, took the test in the summer right before I started applying on my senior yep. year. Same here. Um, yeah, so definitely get it done as early as you can. I know it's tricky if, you know, you're still deciding if you even want to apply to PT school, but the sooner the better. Um, you take the test, it's like three, four hours, and your score pops up on the screen right away. You're like, oh, it's, that's my score. Yep. Um, so, but just another thing you have to do. Um, so let's talk about, we talked a little bit about essays and PT casts. Um, let's, let's move into finding a program that's right for you. So, what was this like for you, Brett?
1: Yeah, so I kind of knew I wanted to come to UW Madison. Um, going to Oshkosh, I was about three hours away from my hometown, so I got got tired of being home or away from home all the time, and I knew Madison was a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. So I only don't I don't suggest doing this, but I only applied to UW Madison. That was the only school I applied to. Bold was, strategy. Yes, bold <laughs> strategy. Cotton paid off. <laughs> I guess so, but. Um, so I was actually waitlisted. Well, I did early decision first, and that was reconsidered with general admissions, which I think is sometime around November or something you sure. have to apply for. So with early decision, you can only apply it to one school, which I think the deadline for that's in August, the middle middle of August or something. Yeah. Um, but when you are reconsi- if you're reconsidered in general admissions, then you can apply to multiple schools. Well, I decided not to. And for, well, I mean, it worked. It worked out, but I guess I su- I don't suggest doing that. Because then I was waitlisted in December, and then I found out that I got it in February. So, okay,
0: yeah, I. So being from Madison, I knew I wanted to come back if possible, and I also was in the Twin Cities for undergrad in Minnesota. Um, so I I played the game a little bit to be honest. So PT schools, um, in the PT cast, not every school is in PT cast. Um, there are a few outside of PT cast. One of them being the University of Minnesota, Minnesota at Twin Cities. And so I applied right away in July, I think, when that opened up for to apply to Minnesota. Um, and I got accepted pretty much right away um, as rolling admissions with that. So they just look at your application, they either grab it or throw it out. <laughs> So, And I also applied early decision to UW-Madison, which is something that when you apply early decision, you can't apply to any other programs in the PT cast system. So I applied to Minnesota, which is outside. So that paid off for me. I got accepted to Minnesota and I got accepted to Madison early decision. I had to let them know I wasn't coming. Um, pretty much right away, I got um, notified about Madison in September. So it paid off for me. It was, it was good to know that I was into PT school my senior year. It yeah. definitely takes a load off and yep. you have a little fun with your classes and relax a little
1: bit. But I think, too, with um, PTCAS the cycle, um, it recycles every July, I think, beginning of July. Mm-hmm. And I really suggest, like, if you want to do early decision, get on that right away because it's only, like, a month and a half before that early decision deadline. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that needs to get done on, on PTCAS like getting those transcripts ordered and then just typing up your grades and stuff, um, getting getting those observation hours confirmed online, and then, you know, getting those letter of recommendation. So there's really a lot to do within a short amount of period of time.
0: Yeah. Definitely stick to it. Um, one thing that, that came up while I was preparing for this is a word, persistency. So persistency, the definition is a firm or obstinate continuance in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. I want you to let that soak in for a minute. Um, this really applies to applying to PT school. And once you get into PT school, which you all will after listening to this podcast, um, really you have to stick with it it's a process you have to stay persistent you have to find out if it's right for you by gaining experience in the field and this will directly help your application um so definitely stay persistent if you don't get accepted right away it's fine find experience in the field see if it's right for you and apply again um you know it's not common to get accepted right away i would say yeah it happens would. but it's not you know it's okay to not get yeah, accepted. Yeah, it's not,
1: it's not the end of the world if you, if you are declined yeah. that first year. And
0: to be honest, sometimes it's better. You know, other students in, the, in our program have life experiences that I don't have because they have three more years of work experience yeah. after undergrad. So it, it just really depends. You know, it's not, it's not a race. It's not a race, it's one thing that I've found. Definitely take your time, get involved, and really make your application stand out. So, so
1: we kind of touched on everything. What do you I think? think so. Yeah. Um. I guess I, I'm gonna present this to you. What did What did it feel like when you found out you got in?
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> so I was actually in the midst of a freshman level course in my senior year, <laughs> September, that I had to. So this is this is what you shouldn't do is is miss on on a course. It actually happened by accident. It was ecology and evolution or something I had to take in my senior year. It was basically the last class. I was able to leave that class out of my application because you can have like two classes missing from prereqs on your application for your senior year. Um so I was in that class, email popped up on my phone, of course checked it in class like a bad student, whatever. Freshman class, I was a senior. But <laughs> checked it, said congratulations. Definitely didn't focus the rest of that class. Um, super excited. Um let your parents know. I know it's a process. Let your, let your close friends and family members know. And it's definitely a relief off your shoulders. Yeah. How about you, Brett? What was that
1: feeling like? Yeah, so like I said, I was waitlisted, but But um, in the middle of January sometime, I, I got a call from a Madison number. And I, my, I got my hopes up so high because of that. And then there was no message or anything. So it must have been a you know, wrong number or something. <laughs> but, so that was a little, little disheartening. But um, in the middle of fe- last February, actually, I was in one of my classes as well, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, I was, after that first experience though, I was smart enough to put the admissions advisor into my phone, like her her phone number. Smart, so, smart. So, I checked my phone in the middle of the class and I saw that I had a missed call from them. But, like a good student, I sat through the rest of the class and then waited to call them until I got back and then I, I found out I got in and <laughs> it was, a, it was a, such a great experience just for everything that I went through up until yeah. that point and just, just waiting for that long because i applied in august and i didn't find out until february so. yeah that waiting game yeah. oh that that's persistency tough. and perseverance you were talking persistency, about
0: persistency so. perseverance it's you know two key big words and it felt long for me and it was only like two months <laughs> i can't imagine you waiting have to wait that long um but yeah so thanks for listening to our episode on applying to pt school today uh, we hope that you took away some tips to make your application top notch um, once again we share this with your peers. Let them know. Reach out to us if you have questions. Um, we wish you the best of luck for sure, and definitely subscribe to our podcast uh,
1: on iTunes. Um, thanks again. Yeah, and and certainly feel free to like reach out to our emails if you have questions. I know there's there's a lot of stuff we didn't cover in this podcast, but like those are just like we're here for you. Like we like to answer questions from younger students. So
0: yeah, like we said, we were at our meet the program event. This is something that definitely both of us I can see are passionate about and. We're here to help you out, so let us know. Reach out to us. Um, Run it back on the emails to listen to that again. But thank you. Uh, Listen to our podcast. Subscribe. We'll have another one next week. Thanks for joining us.